I'm Evelyn, and I'm a geoholic. Hello, geoholics, and welcome to Bad Elf's Point of Beginning, a segment specially crafted for the consumption of geospatial news, history, and technology. We hope you enjoy the content and perhaps even learn something. My name is Dr. Nick Smolovsky. I'm a geoholic, and I'm here to be your geospatial guide. Following our recent news about the 50-year anniversary of the Landsat Remote Sensing Satellite Program, it saddens me to announce that the European Space Agency has decided to call it quits with the recovery of the Sentinel-1B Synthetic Aperture Radar, or SAR, satellite. Being in operation for roughly six years, it was determined that two 28-volt power regulators for the SAR payload malfunctioned. The report from the ESA concluded that the most likely reason the power regulars, regulators failed was a potential leak of a ceramic capacitor. Sentinel-1B is one of two satellites that operate in tandem to provide its remotely sensed data. If you guessed that the other satellite was called Sentinel-1A, you would be correct. The Sentinel satellites provided a service for geospatial professionals mentioned earlier called Synthetic Aperture Radar. SAR has the ability to map minute changes on the Earth's surface, being a great tool to detect things like sea level and land subsidence. Luckily, there are still other options on the market if you are in need of these types of datasets. However, they may cost you a pretty penny. If you've got the time, check out Canada's RadarSat2 or Germany's TerraSAR-X for other great options. If you have any questions or comments about today's POB segment, please reach out to me via LinkedIn or through the Geoholics channels. And that does it for us at B2 Studios in sunny Texas. Live long and prosper, my friends. Welcome back, Geoholics, episode 140, if you can believe that. And you know what? 140. 140. I was thinking about it. We just actually celebrated, what about two weeks ago? I don't know if we brought it up or not, but we celebrated our three-year anniversary, if you can believe that. And I do believe that Dr. Nick, who's with us this morning, has been a part of this since day one. Yeah, I remember uh, going to the bar in the secret room upstairs, the old like speakeasy or whatever. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. The yes, OG yes. interview. Uh, I mean, are you start? Are you going to be sentimental on every uh, every tenth episode from here on out? Maybe no, or no, but I, I mean, one fifty will be a big it should be a big deal. It, obviously, it will be a big deal. But what's going to be a bigger deal is when we hit. 100,000 downloads. Uh, we're getting close. I think I saw uh, 85 last time I saw it. Yeah. Yep. I think it's actually, I think it's up to like 80, yeah, 87, something like that. I mean, it's going to be close. I said, if we hit it by the end of the year, that would be an amazing goal to reach. I, I think we're, I, I think we're on track for that. If we have, if we continue to have incredible value adding friend making guests like our, our boys that joined us today, we're going to have no problem hitting a hundred thousand. So, yeah. so we're so, going to pop that by Thanksgiving. I yep. sense that sentimental vibe. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. So let's introduce our cast of characters. Of course, uh, myself, Kent driving the ship today as always. And uh, producer Sean, how are you buddy? I am outstanding. 
It is a wonderful morning. It is morning here, yes, very early. Because our guests this evening or this morning are in the Netherlands. Well, in, around, or about the Netherlands. And um, you had a big event in your life yesterday. Your daughter started kindergarten, first uh, day of school. It, it was a very... Uh, exciting and emotional morning yesterday morning. I have to admit it, it got to me a little bit and, uh, I pretty much the entire producer sugar family had some tears yesterday morning. Yeah. And, uh, uh, she, she did great. She loved it. She's awesome. super excited to go back. So awesome. It is, uh, the beginning of a new era. Absolutely. She's a great kid. She's not going to have any problem whatsoever. That's exciting. I remember those days for sure. Um, Dr. Nick, how about you, man? It's been like what a week since we've talked. Anything new and exciting? <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm getting to. I'm starting to get used to this every morning. Yeah. No. Uh. Not too much. Just working. Really busy. Uh. The summer's coming to a head. So getting some of my class stuff ready. Yeah. Um. I also think in business, Q3 starts to ramp back up a little bit. If uh, you know, people just get moving. Hopefully, the weather breaks. I don't know about y'all, but it's been really nasty in Central Texas. Mm. Like. Yeah, we I've moved heard. from Phoenix thinking we'd get away from triple digits. And uh, last month, it was uh, triple digits for the entire month in the in the wow. Austin area, which they've never recorded since something like the 1870s. So it's been nasty. There's wow. been some times where we looked and uh, between Dallas or Austin, it was it was hotter and muggier in there yeah. than it was here. Because so we've had a pretty You kind of scratch mild... your head and you're like, you left Phoenix, why? Yeah, you yeah. Know? and then we have a really great monsoon month and the weather's not too bad. You know, yeah. for us, we just, you know, a little bit over 100 is, is, mm. is not too shabby here, so. Yeah, it's been a pretty mild but, summer. Yeah. We yeah, might have great. to translate that to Celsius for our guys across the pond. <laughs> might have to do that. Uh, perfect lead-in, by the way, Nick. Appreciate that. Uh, our guests... This morning are Ray and Hanno from Apglos. Uh, Ray, good morning. Thanks uh, for being here. This is your second stint on the Geoholics. And we were talking before the show, before we started recording, it was about two years ago. So, man, oh, man, time flies. How are you, my friend? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing uh, very well. Uh, again, you're uh, talking about it's very hot in uh, Texas, but trust me, it's very hot in, uh, in the Netherlands as well. I don't know how much it is in Fahrenheit, but uh, here we have uh, the, about 35 up to 40 degrees, so it means quite hot. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing uh, pretty okay. And uh, I'm really, really excited to be on your show again. You know, again, it was two years ago. Yeah. And in this time, uh, yeah, uh, let's uh, let's meet the elf meets the wizard. So oh, uh, let's let's see how how it goes. <laughs> and this time, this time, as you know. Hanno will be online, and Hanno is, of course, the wizard behind all the Ablo survey wizards. And I'm really glad that he made some time up because, yeah, we both have a little bit of a holiday, just one week. Nice. And, uh, yeah. That's let's awesome. move on to Hanno, right? Yeah, let's uh, introduce Hanno. He wasn't able to join us the first time you were on, so I'm super excited to, uh, to meet him. Hanno, thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, hello. How are you all? We're fantastic. Where, yeah, I, I, understand, I understand you're on holiday. Where are you at? I'm in Zandvoort. I, had, I, I needed a break of Raymond, so um, <laughs> I had to go away from the castle. And now I'm, I'm, I'm here uh, enjoying the sea, the beach, and, uh, and the nice food. <laughs> so how long, how long have you two known each other? Uh, too long. 
It's like more <laughs> more than like 15 years, yeah. I think. Yeah, approximately 15 years. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And I, you mentioned the castle. Yes. I'm, I'm dying to hear more about the castle. Ta- tell us about the castle office you guys have. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, shall I tell it or what do you, do you want yeah, to tell you're, it? You're, you're the talkative guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do the commercial part. Eh? I told you before, Anna is, uh, you know, the technical guy. Yeah, actually, you know, in, in the beginning, we had this, this, you know, these square offices and then and, and always in this uh, business districts. And uh, then in 2017, I had a great meeting with Hanno in uh, Barcelona, Spain, actually. We drink tons and tons of beer. And in the night, he said, you know, what are we going to do with our lives? And then I said, <laughs> you know, he, uh, he, he proposed, you know, why don't we expand our software and why don't we do anything in the survey uh, business? Why not? And then he came across a place in a castle. It's called uh, Castle Dussen. It's spelled D-U-S-S-E-N. And uh, and it very rarely comes free. You know, when, once you want an office in the in the Netherlands, you know, we are a very tiny country, and you know, it came free. So we actually have the first tower. Once you log in on the the Dussen part, you see a big castle, and on the left side, we are actually there. Wow. The castle, I think it, 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 uh, the first one they did, it was around 790 after Christ. And then in 1300 something, you know, they built the towers and it has a very long history. And of course, you guys, once you come and visit Holland, please come and join us because I can give you a full tour of our castle and let it, let us enjoy, you know, it, it is absolute. Yeah. It's the most beautiful office we had in 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 many many years wow so yeah sounds like a geoholics roadshow if you ask me oh yeah definitely definitely i'm so jealous i love the fact that uh you had this huge epiphany this ideation over a bunch of beers in barcelona there's a lot of companies uh you know maybe bad elf included that beer and maybe the geoholics had something to do with beer (laughs) just throwing it out there there's a there's a commonality there sure hey, is. Hey, Nick, I, I, what, what can I say, you know? A bad elf, so it, it, you have like a logo from an elf, and we have the same logo, but then as a wizard. You know, in the beginning, what about two or three years ago when we met first, then uh, you have sent of these really beautiful pictures where the wizards came to do uh, some sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, making some stir up in, in a soup can, <laughs> you know, and let us match, you know, the survey software with the bad elf. <laughs> Match made in heaven. I, what can I, I, say? Uh, I didn't know when I was logging on this morning if we were doing a Geoholics podcast or where you're playing a round of Dungeons and Dragons. When you get a wizard and a bad elf <laughs> and, and everybody's here, you know, a bunch of nerds, it, it's going it's, to be a scoop, spooky good time. <laughs> so Hano, I have to ask, were, did you ever play Dungeons and Dragons when you were a kid? Was that ever a thing in Europe? No, yeah, it, it's a thing in Europe, but I never played it. Um, but yeah, I, I like dungeons and I love dragons, but I could never play the game. It's <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, do you ever feel like that? Uh, speaking of, uh, of of ghastly, like, do you ever think the castle is haunted, or do you get the, you know, do you feel like since it's so old, you you know, there's something else going on? Uh, our well, employees think it's it's spooky and that they think there are ghosts flying around. But um, as the wizard, of course, I need a castle to to live in and work in. Well, absolutely, yes. 
I know that there's so, a quite of a nice story, you know, in, in a part where Hanno and I have our uh, main office, you know, where Hanno and I'm sitting. Actually, downstairs, there used to be a dungeon. So when in around 1100, approximately, they spoke right there. So if some farmer did something wrong, he had to come to the castle and he was standing on some sort of uh, ledge. And then uh, this castle lord, he says, okay, you did something wrong and I want to be you, you to be punished. And then he took the lever and he was dropped into the basement. There was a dungeon down there. Fortunately, nowadays, the dungeon is filled with, with sand because, you know, uh, uh, but that is true. And the haunted part, Hanno is haunting me. Yeah. He doesn't say it, but he is haunting me, not, not only in the castle, but also in my dreams. And also so he's saying, you know, I'm free, et cetera, et cetera. Definitely is there. No, 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 no. That, that, that's not completely true. Because if someone was haunting uh, someone, then it was Raymond that was haunting me because he needed something. He needed some, some app on iOS. Yeah, the only question is, who is the guy in whose dream that has their hand on that lever yeah. that's just waiting for you to say the wrong thing and then drop you in the in the dungeon? I'm pretty sure it was his name was Jabba the Hutt. Ah, yes, <laughs> that sounds exactly correct. Uh, so here, here's my takeaway from this. Life is so unfair. You guys are working out of a castle an amazing castle and dr nick is working out of a camper so it's just like two <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum here i don't know what's going on though we got to talk to your uh the bad elf folks and see if they can hook you up with something better nick castle the castles to campers yeah i don't know i think i made a wrong decision somewhere <laughs> right. <along the> way. <laughs> so what's new with you guys as far as uh the software goes i know there's been a lot of developments over the last couple of years what are what are some of the things you want to make sure that we highlight yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can talk a little bit about it. You know, uh, uh, I will do the introduction. You know, uh, we have already the Android platform, and uh, well, I can say it's been a huge success in in Europe. And I have been haunting him if we still go to the <laughs> castle. Okay, Hanno, please let us make something on iOS. You know, so many big companies ask me. Okay, Ray, it's nice. You know, we have the Windows, and the Windows goes out. You know, the Windows. Uh, the, uh, uh, on the on the, the survey equipment and you have this Android, so I have to purchase a new Android tablet. What about iOS? Right, Hanno? iOS. Yes, yes, I can agree that you were haunting me. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's, it's kind of true because, I mean, there are uh, lens-based software on, on Windows. There's also lots of uh, lens-based software on Android. And then there's one platform that's completely isolated. It's like it's discriminated by land survey software. Um, so now we decided to build uh, land survey software for iOS. And uh, we just released it like ago. Um, and we will continue develop developing it uh, till it's as good as the Android one. I just pulled it up, as a matter of fact, the AppGlow Survey Wizard. I guess I should probably download that, right? That's up to you, Kent. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's the wrong, that, that's the wrong thing, Arno. You know, let, let me speak from the commercial side. You should have already downloaded it. You should already have tested it. Although, this is, breaking, this is breaking news. It's on iOS. Last time we talked, it wasn't on iOS yet, so this is exciting. 
So why do y'all think, why do you think iOS was discriminated against? And I can say coming from Bad Elf's perspective, there, there are, we, we agree, there are uh, no land survey centric apps out there in the iOS platform. Why, why do you think, uh, why do you think that's the case? Um, it's very complicated to connect uh, any app for, on iOS with a Bluetooth uh, device. Um, of course, your bad elf flex is uh, working great with uh, the Bluetooth, but any other, I mean, I think it's like the only uh, GNS receiver that has a Bluetooth connection with, with iOS that works well. So Bluetooth yeah. protocols make sense. Maybe, so, maybe something else. You know? Oh, Hanno, you want to talk or? Um, usually I don't want to talk, but sometimes <laughs> I talk to explain things. But you, you can talk if you want, Raymond. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, in, in the last couple of years, you know, I talked to many big companies and they said, you know, within our company, we only have Apple devices. So why are you introducing to us an Android device, which we have to separately purchase to make sure that our software functions with the GNS receiver. It happens so many times. Then I said to Hanno, you know, let, let us see if we can do something in iOS. It, it has been a process. We finally made it still maybe some functions, you know, uh, that's why we have Nick, of course. And then in the end, uh, uh, the, 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 no, no, I have to go a little bit further back two years ago. Anybody who asked me, you know, why don't you do something on, on iOS? My normal answer was, you don't have any rugged tablets on iOS that can function outside. You know, if you drop an iOS, an Apple, you know, you know how much it will cost, you know, uh, 1,000, 2,000 euros for, for a big, I, oh my God, my dog is barking. Uh, that, that will cost a lot of money. The dog so, agrees. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but now, you know, the secondhand market, you know, it drops really well. You know, it, it runs on any iOS device that is available from the smaller iPads to the bigger iPads. It functions everywhere. And so now this new market, you know, for that iOS function, a lot of people, you know, I don't know, in America, I think, uh, what, 60% uh, will have an Apple and 40% will have Android and maybe some part will have still the Windows version. Mm -hmm. That's why we decided a year ago, you know, we have to do something with iOS, which means definitely a breakthrough, 200%. That's my opinion. It's interesting. Uh, about three years ago, sorry, four years ago now, um, I did some independent research uh, at the Esri Users Conference. So it would have been three or four Esri Users Conference um, back, and, and it would have been two in front of COVID. Anyway, so I walked around the expo um, just in my civvies, you know, my, my normal clothes. I had a tablet and I walked up to people and I interviewed them and I asked them 10 different questions. Uh, one of the questions I asked was what um, operating system are they using currently in, in their company or organization? And something like 60% in the GIS world, not necessarily land surveying, but GIS world, uh, in the United States utilized iOS, uh, quickly followed up by about 35 to 40 or, you know, give or take almost 40% uh, Android and then Windows with a very small percentage of about 3% or 4%. So interestingly, I wonder if there's going to be a connection and if y'all will see those sales and hopefully you will 
uh, as you break into the U.S. market, I think that you know there's more iOS recognition, and I and I think if you follow what happened in the GIS world, hopefully that you know you get that same track of growth, you know, with the with the survey <clears throat> wizard. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, uh, we have some quite bigger companies. You know, in Germany, yeah, I can say the biggest biggest markets for the rebranding part you know we also do rebranding of the apple survey wizard which i think that will be more of the future you know some bigger companies say oh no i can buy purchase one or two or ten of these gps systems but what if we can rebrand your app we have an administration license and the end user which are the guys who are outside in the trench can use just that that small part of the of the GPS, you know, uh, surveying a dot or staking out a line or whatsoever, and nothing else can go wrong. And then the question again comes, you know, uh, why not have iOS? You know, we have everybody on Apple, and and uh, the same as you say, uh, 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 Nick. Anywhere, any company I visit. Uh, during this last couple of years, even if the you know the uh, or the, the the Dutch railway, the the Belgian railway, the the Deutsche Bundesbahn, the, the the German railway, they just start asking you know everything with us is iOS. Why don't you have any app that we can transfer to all our uh, uh, employees, get a GNS receiver, and we can start surveying ourselves as well. What's up, Geoholics? This week, we want to give a special shout out to our good friends at North Star Surveying. Founded in 1979, North Star Surveying Inc. provides quality professional land surveying services for both private and public clients throughout Western Oregon. The company maintains a strong desire to treat each and every client, associate, and consultant with respect and integrity so they end up with positive long-term relationships. Ensure the success of your upcoming surveying project with the help of North Star Surveying. To find out more, simply visit northstarsurveying.com and be sure to let them know that you're a geoholic. Fun fact here, uh, it took me literally less than three minutes to download and register for the app. I just did it. Why were there? Me too. You did you? Yeah. yeah nice. Right here. That's probably the noise we heard in the background is Ray getting emails like he's got a new yeah. subscriber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two new users <laughs> yeah. in the last 30 seconds. Yeah, so that's super cool. Um, so you mentioned the functionality of the app, and let's just kind of remind folks exactly, you know, what, what what this app is all about, what what it's solving, and um, you know, why how it's so user friendly. Who who would like to talk about that? No, no. Yeah, for sure. I will talk because I'm here now. So um, what we uh, try to achieve, um, like. Five ten years ago, we decided to uh, to start with this app because we were in an engineering agency and we needed to do lots of surveying uh, uh, jobs and projects. And then we decided to see if uh, we could buy a GNS receiver with software and um, start to survey. But we invited uh, companies, dealers of those brands. And unfortunately, the, the software that we saw was not that easy to, to work with. Um, so we decided, uh, yeah, how, how easy can it be or, or how hard can it be to, to do this ourselves? So we started and 
So we, we could uh, measure this point and after that we started to, to continue developing, developing it more. And uh, people saw it, uh, saw us using it and they wanted it and then we decided to continue it. And now we have it so nice that there's an integrating, integrated walkthrough that you can just uh, say what you want to do. For example, if you want to uh, survey a line, uh, you select that uh, option and then it will lead you through the whole process of surveying a line. So like if you just know how to push your uh, buttons on your device, then you can you can use this app. Awesome. And Nick, I'm sure you can expand on that just because of your experience with the app and of course the the you know the close ties with with bad elf what would you like to add yeah i think the another another differentiator about apglos survey wizard is it also has a pay to play or pay model that's sort of similar to what bad elf utilizes and and that was a kind of a paradigm shift at bad elf uh, we started giving the ability for users to use a daily token to engage a set of uh, features that could, you know, take you from a, a GIS mapping grade device of one to two feet, you know, to centimeter grade, you know, fully survey engineering grade. In a similar vein, um, Aplos uses coins. Now they they mentioned earlier rebranding and kind of the enterprise level, but if you are a mom and pop shop or a smaller engineering firm and you're not doing a ton of surveying, or what I actually find even more fascinating in some regard, is if you are in a mapping industry that's on the peripheral edge of land surveying, for an example, on-site wastewater design. And so people that design septic systems have to have a basic level of, of mapping done um, where it's not cost affordable for them to necessarily bring out a land surveyor. The land surveyor has already done that Part of the boundary survey they get that data but they need to go shoot in where the pad will go or whatever so they need to shoot seven points in a week eight points in a week right imagine the capital expenditure you're going to pay to go get you know a survey centric software in the traditional world mm -hmm. for something that you're not going to use every day and the vert like versus aplos where you can pay couple fractions and I, I don't I'm, I don't want to talk to their pricing and I'll let Ray speak to that but you know fractions of a penny or a penny to do this behavior this action like Hano said you want to go stake out a line or whatever you can pay for those those actions and so maybe I'll pass the baton at that point Ray can you maybe talk a little bit more about like how you got to that pricing model has it been successful for y'all because it's definitely really intriguing yeah yeah you know uh, within europe uh, especially in, in in the netherlands you know we have this rtk module which we have to pay a lot of money annually and then i have a lot of customers and customers you know like uh, the gardeners and uh, all the companies who might you know use the survey equipment maybe 10 20 times a year and they said you know paying the price that you are asking because we have to pay for the rtk uh, uh, network they said, is there any possibility that we can pay by use? And then uh, Hanno and myself, you know, every Monday uh, we are sitting together, you know, we have, uh, you know, we are actually very listen, uh, we listen a lot of to the market. The market says, you know, can you add a little bit of this? Can you add a little bit of that? And if we agree upon that, and then the paper use came to us. For example, in America, there are, I think several states uh, where you go outside and you use a base rover setup. You don't need to use any RTK uh, 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 annual fee. 
So what we actually did is that the functions within the Airflow server visit, you can use a pay-per-use. For example, staking out one point will cost you one percent. You know, using sending or receiving uh, uh, the, 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 some some uh, DXF or D, DWG or whatever, some AutoCAD uh, uh, thing, you pay around uh, $10 cents. That's what we did actually to make sure that anybody can use that without paying too much in the end. That's what we did. So you can still use the software. In the beginning, you get 2,500 coins for free, as uh, Ken and, uh, and Sean, I think, already did, you know, serving their garden, but, you, but using the GPS from your phone. You know, we also have this, this nice YouTube channel, which you can see what the difference is between using a phone and a GPS system. And uh, yeah, that's what we did actually. So the annual fee you have there, and then on the other end, you can also choose for pay per use, which gives you lots of freedom. You're not you're not obligated to make sure that in the end of the year for you know the conventional systems, you know, I get I need to get this update, I need to get this new software package, I need to get this and that and this and that. It means you know uh, uh, spending less money, making sure that. Uh, you know your your survey equipment still works because the updates we do are free the only thing you have to do is pay for the functions within the software yeah so you mentioned uh your your youtube videos i'm not sure sean or kent if you've had a chance to go check some of these these videos out i understand why they say why ray says hano haunts him Hano likes to pop out and Ray likes to pop out all over the grounds of the, the, the castle. You're watching this video, you're learning, you're drinking your coffee. Next thing you know, Hano pops out of a tree and startles everybody. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, I don't know if, if you check that out on their YouTube channel. If anybody out there is like a land surveyor and they're, maybe they're uh, familiar with the company Javad. Uh, Javad, rest in peace, he's now passed away. But he yep. had some of the fun, funniest marketing material videos and pictures and memes, and you don't have to spend a million bucks to be effective. And so I do want to make a plug for Aplos. If you want to have a, a laugh um, while you're drinking your beer or whatever, or you want to learn something about land surveying and, uh, and their app, check out their YouTube channel. It's They've got a, a lot of great information up there. You know, you know for the YouTube channel, um, I had to tell my daughter, you know, I'm almost 50 years old. Next year I'll be 50. So uh, we can throw a nice party in the castle. So you'll be invited and on the 2nd of February. But on the YouTube part, you know, once we started that, the only thing we wanted to do is make YouTube movies in like a very easy and basic way. How does land surveying work? Ooh. Because for us in basic, we are, you know, we really want that the, the the new generation, not us, you know, I'm old, you guys are young, you know, I, I need to tell something, you know, let them get to into survey because it's the nicest job you can have. Everything you survey, you know, has a name. If, if once you do that, you know, you see my passion, it is so fun. You can you can collect so much data which you can use, you know, even if it's from your fence to your property lines whatsoever. So then we started this YouTube channel and Hanno says, once we have more, we can earn money. So now I have to tell my daughter of 14 that I'm an influencer. 
How no. can you imagine that? <laughs> 49. I'm an influencer. Oh my God. You know, I said, no, Dan, you're not an influencer. You know, these all these big guys that make a lot of money. And then Hanno and myself say, for every YouTube that prescri- that subscribes to our YouTube channel, we earn about four dollars a day which means in the end of the year you know how much beer we can order (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's a that's a good metric too because every subscriber is about a beer a day for you guys that's awesome that's that's gold and and the beer will give us more more interesting ideas for the videos yes it's it's a self self fulfilling kind of a kind of a thing here beer prophecy Ken, when are we going to start getting paid in beer for doing these things? I mean, uh, I was just well, thinking they, that. they set the trend and they set the model. We just follow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to. Uh, First know. is find a castle. Re- well, we need a castle <laughs> and we have to rekindle our YouTube channel. That's the next thing we yes, have to do. Yes, yes, yes. So that's, that's also going to happen this year. One thing I want to circle back on that, that uh, Ray touched on is that, and, and you know, most of our listeners know this, one thing that's really cool about the app is you can collect you don't have to be tethered to a an RTK unit or anything. You can collect data just based on the GPS that's in your phone. And as we all know, the accuracy of our handheld GPS units is becoming more and more accurate all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it's not survey grade, but not everything has to be survey grade. There's so many applications for collecting data through this app. It's just as creative as you can be. And Another application that I can see for it is like subsurface utility companies. You know, they don't need to spend, you know, $50,000 on a, on a GPS, full-blown GPS unit a lot of times. They don't need the accuracy. They can just, you know, collect data using the app or maybe tethered to a bad ELF unit, what have you. But it's just, it's a much more financially responsible option for a, a lot of people out there. Well, the way I can see it is, you know, in a, in, in the, in the, geo world when you're doing field samples or mm-hmm. bo- soil, soil borings. Yeah, for sure. I need to get close, Yep. but I also want the ability to put some dots on a map and then have that to where I can put it into a drawing and yep. I'm not just trying to figure out how to extract that data out of my phone. Yeah, exactly. And this seems like the perfect thing. Yep. Y'all hit a great point too. Something we run across at Bad Elf quite a bit is again these peripheral edge mapping people that right. need to do mapping, but they're not necessarily trained land surveyors. They didn't go to college for that. They, you know, they're not maybe even GIS trained, um, but they still need to collect data. But one of the things we see a lot is they can go collect data. You you can download an app. There's tons of mapping apps on, on iOS. Right, go to the App Store, Play Store, and you'll find a bunch. But to get that data authoritatively with confidence into AutoCAD, right? Yeah, you know, into a GIS, you know, it it it's very difficult. And a lot of the the apps they they don't go to a DX after a DWG, and all of a sudden you've got to have them create a CSV, and then they got to look at the CSV, and right. then then they got to import it into AutoCAD. And if they're in AutoCAD Basic, which a lot of these people are, or they don't have AutoCAD, they have some derivative low cost, you know, CAD program, they don't have the map import. And at any rate, you get the idea. It's like a super huge headache. And, yep. you know, you just uh, lost the benefit of having the convenience on your phone when yeah. you have to go through all that mm-hmm. process. Right. Yep. 
So I think Hanno was saying, if I can uh, pick up through, you know, the vacation vibes in Europe, uh, I believe he was saying uh, Aplos has all the coordinate systems and transformations and the geoids. So you can do ellipsoidal height, you can do orthometric height. They have support for base and rover. You can, uh, I know for a fact in their app, they have an N-trip client. That's Mm -hmm. another thing. Um, so in the Bad Elf world, we can use our app to connect to an RTK network. And then a lot of times what we'll do, have to do is we minimize our app because it's not really designed for data collection at the end of the day. It's a utility app. Then the user has to open up a second app, which all of a sudden now you're adding in a lot of pieces where somebody is going out there. Maybe they're an oil technician. They're not a software person. They got to open one app, they close it, and they open another app. For Aplos, they have the Entrip client right in there as well. So you can put all your IP import and host and pick your mount points and get your RTK running right within their app. So that's that's also a big capability to, to throw out there for anybody that would be considering the app. I'm also Ray, curious. You Ray, mentioned I take beer money too, don't worry. So after the show, <laughs> if you have some people signing up for their, you know. <laughs> uh, they have fresher Heinekens over there, right? You're very much welcome. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I was just going to ask if uh, Dr. Nick is on the Aplos payroll. <laughs> no, I wish. Not yet. <laughs> We've yeah, been talking you put, about you, trying to get to an F1 race. You that, put that uh, Heineken's really on the uh, W2 there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wizard, bad elf, IRS is coming. I don't know. They're not going to be like, what is this guy doing? Uh, I, I was curious about, you mentioned, you know, like the, the other, the other users that aren't, aren't survey professionals. You mentioned like the gardener that probably needs to, you know, roughly locate a wall or something based on what you guys see on the back end. What's the consensus on who's downloading and who's using this other than survey professionals? Hanno, do you want to answer that? Uh, yeah, we have lots of different uh, end users, uh, like uh, people from hospitals that have to maintain their area, um, attraction parks. Um, we have also private people that are just wanting to to uh, survey their terrain uh, to know if the fence is on the right spot. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone can use our app. That that is the whole point of that. Of why we made this uh, this uh, application. You know what Hanno also wants to say, you know, if I can see to our end users, the variation is so absolutely big that I even not considering my wildest dreams that there are so many people are craving, you know, about how can we land survey and what Hanno mentioned, you know, uh, amusement parks. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about that. Amusement parks. You know, we have, we have two, one of the biggest amusement parks in the Netherlands. And uh, oh, my dog is barking. <laughs> the two of biggest amusement parks in the Netherlands. The only thing they use it for is maintenance of their, you know, uh, <coughs> their roads, their electricity cables, you know, uh, you know, repaving, or even the events that that they're going to hold. You know, they have this this Halloween event. They need to place all the tents, and the tents needs to be in the right place instead of you know using the the wheel or some 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 you know uh, yeah. measuring tape. They use the GPS for that, and they say we are using it that much. You know, even the events. You know, the the, the uh, like the Rolling Stones comes to Netherlands. The Rolling Stones are in the Netherlands. They have this huge placements. For us, it's huge. For us, for you guys, it will not be that huge. But they need to place the tents exactly on the same spot because if the space is too less between the def- different tents. The police will come or the, the firemen will come. You know, it's too small if, if there are 10,000 people who need to use an exit route. 
GPS is being used. Uh, uh, I never ever thought that the, the that the possibilities that we can use the GPS are in that case from pavements. Uh, 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 people are on the roofs, you know, uh, getting these electricity uh, lines uh, for 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 lightning. They use, you know, we have so many of these points, and we use, you know, just a, a measuring tape. But now with this GPS, two hours we're finished. Normally it will take at least two days. Mm. That's Good point. Hey, we've got uh, Hanno for about three more minutes, so I want to make sure, since he's the brains behind the operation, that he has an opportunity to share with our listeners um, what's next. What's next for the app? What's next for the app? Um, that's a very good question. Uh, of course, we will uh, continue developing the iOS version of AppGlossive A Wizard. And um, what is kind of interesting is that we will do, Raymond and me will do a tour uh, through German in the beginning of September, um, which is kind of a lead through for uh, a tour through the USA in next year. Awesome. Awesome. Are you guys going to be at uh, Energeo? We, we will visit Intergeo. We, will, we uh, don't have a stand. We have some uh, companies that are there with our uh, rebranded software. Mm -hmm. um, so we will uh, support them and we will show our faces, of course. Uh, I don't know if I will be in my wizard outfit, uh, <laughs> but maybe next time uh, Raymond can be in the wizard. Raymond? Uh, sure, why not? You know, I'm the guy in front. I'm in orange now, but yeah. Oh my God, I've seen the wizard. You know, the outfit is really, really hot to wear. You know, with the beard and 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 the stuff, and really hot to wear. But yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's totally worth for it. The case, right? Yeah. So interesting. The uh, the geoholics are going to be attending virtually and doing some uh, some interviews. So we'll have to figure out a way that we can connect at Intergeo virtually as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's try to do it. Yep, that'd be fun. Well, Hanno, I know you got to get going. You're on vacation. You got family to attend to. So, uh, again, just thank you for taking the time to, to join us. Yeah, you're welcome. It was very nice to talk to you all, and uh, hope soon we can uh, talk in the USA or talk on Intergeo. And uh, let's make uh, this all work. Yep, for sure. Hope Thanks, Hanno. Hopefully, hopefully Ray will be nicer to you from here on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I gave up that hope. That, 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 that's useless to hope that because, but maybe, maybe, maybe it can be more annoying to me so I can have more vacation. <laughs> well, hey, safe travels. Thanks, thanks, Kent, and have a nice time. Yep, you as well. Thanks. Thanks, Hanno. Thanks, Hanno. <laughs> All right, Ray, now that he's gone, what do you really want to say? No, yeah, so many things. <laughs> Lay but into keep him. In mind, he will definitely re-listen to the podcast. So. Right. <laughs> uh, I did have uh, a question. I, want to wish. Uh, I had a question, Ray, um, and I think uh, Hanno mentioned it, like the kind of the little bit of the history. You know, he mentioned you guys were working at an engineering company and then saw this yeah. as a need. Can you, you know, for, since I'm a little newer, can you give me kind of a little bit of the little deeper detail on the history? Like what were you doing before and, and kind of talk about how you led, led to get to this point? Yeah, yeah, sure. Of course. Uh, 
think about around 2011, you know, I, I spent a lot of time traveling around the world. I did, we did uh, quite some big projects, also the post-tsunami projects. And then we did a great project in Maldives. Yay! Good place to be. Trust me on that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We did about 18 uh, islands. So uh, I've spent a lot of time there. There's a better, worse office uh, about the castle, but islands are also great. Right, right. And then in two, yeah, 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 2011, uh, we figured out, you know, uh, it, it was quite difficult to find some surveys, you know, uh, you know, it, it was a little bit of, how do you say that? We get a little bit older, uh, less time for us, you know, uh, difficult to, to, to make sure that they're right on track, you know, if we have a project. So I told Hannah, you know, we should purchase uh, one of these GPS systems or at least a total station or whatsoever. So what Hannah told before, you know, we invited uh, as much as I could find on Google. And uh, yeah, after two days, I said to Hannah, you know, we, we, sh we are entrepreneurs, right? We, we might can do this better. So we did some, uh, some project with some students, you know, we invited some universities and said, okay, the only thing I want is a program. It doesn't matter for me if it's on Windows or if it's on Android or whatsoever on any platform that even my secretary with the basic knowledge of anything I survey, please give it a name. Mm. Because if I survey something and I don't give it a name, you never know what you surveyed before. That's ah. the only issue I said. <laughs> and uh, after one year, we got two of these apps, one stakeout and one survey app. And then uh, my, uh, you know, my contractors asked me, you know, Ray, can I also have this on my Android? Yeah, yeah. If, if you have an Android and your own GNS and some RTK, uh, and after one year, we already had uh, five, 50 of these people. And then uh, I said to Hannah, you know, there's a market somewhere. I don't know. How is that possible? You know, so of these huge companies have this bigger software. And then we did some market strategy in 2017. We went to Barcelona, huge amounts of beer. Trust me on this one. And at uh, four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, he asked me, hey, Ray, what do you think about the engineering world? I said, yeah, well, if I have to do this more, you know, we had about 40 people in service. I said, you know, I'll be, I'm gray already, you see. <laughs> so uh, if I have to go any further, I, I, I cannot live to make 50. And then he said, you know what? On Monday, we talked to everybody and said, you know, you're fired. And uh, we just go on with the software and this is how it happened. Wow. And then we had this, we had the Apple server with in a very basic form. And now we just keep on progressing and, yeah, well, we are standing now, uh, Sean, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's living the dream. What can I say? I mean, it looks like it. it sounds like I, it. Yeah, like, the guy has not stopped smiling since we started this. I know. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm very jealous. Very je well, yeah, there, there's the Heineken uh, free plug. Don't get used to it. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm very enthusiastic, you know. I, yeah. I, I've been to the Con Expo in, in what is two years ago before the corona. I actually broke my foot, so I had I had some meetings with Komatsu and and uh, with some other guys, and uh, it was really great. Or fortunately, you know, during that week, uh, you know, uh, the former president of the United States said, you know, we're going to cancel all the flights, nobody can go out and in. So I thought, oh my God, I'm going to get back to Holland. <laughs> and after that, unfortunately, you know, it degraded a little bit. But I think we're now on again the turning point that. You know, even with Nick and and that that 
we are going to set it up this year, starting up to next year, that uh, we are going to try uh, to see what the United States uh, can mean for us as well. Yeah, oh, that's great. That's, that's exciting. One yeah. of the things I love is, uh, just like the bad elf folks, is that your focus is on the simplicity of it, you know, and uh, user friendliness of the app. And like the bad elf folks, and I absolutely love this when inside the box, the flex, there's like this comic book that is basically the kind of the, the user's guide for, for the hardware. And it's absolutely genius. And I, I, I just love how, you know, there's those parallels between your two companies. Yeah, you know, if I mention something else, you know, the, the basic thing is from my seal point of view, it's not just like Nick, you see, uh, you, uh, your wife is telling you, you know, you have to get me a new, uh, a washing machine. You go to this big company, you know, and 10 of these things are in a line. The first thing, you know, it only has four programs and the last one has 100 programs, you know, steaming, uh, you know, getting your dog cleaned and all that stuff. <laughs> and then in the end, nobody is going to use that function. It is there. We can use it, yep. you know, the option is there, but in the end you just use, you know, get the 30 degree stuff and put that, that is actually not what only we did, but also what Nick did. Yeah. And I think that will be the future because the next generation is all about, well, you told me, you know, in the beginning, Sean, you told that your daughter is going to kindergarten, but in the end. You know, the, this generation is living off iPads, iPhones, oh, yeah. you know, all these apps and stuff. Why not give them the tools to make surveying fun again? Right? Love it. Ah, sounds like a tagline. Love it. Love <laughs> it. And I do now yeah. understand why your dog's barking because you put him in the spin cycle of yeah. that washer you got. <laughs> Hello again, Geoholics. We want to give our good friends at Point Man by ProStar a quick shout out. These guys are absolutely blowing up. Point Man is a patented cloud and mobile mapping software application that captures, records, and displays the precise location and the associated metadata to critical surface and subsurface infrastructure. Point Man captures mission-critical infrastructure data with unprecedented quality and accuracy that includes type, depth, and precise geospatial location, where Google Maps above the ground, ProStar Maps the underground. Check them out at ProStarCorp.com and be sure to let them know that you're a geoholic. Well, Ray, I have a quick question and uh, hopefully this isn't uncomfortable, but it's not every day uh, I talk to somebody in Europe. Obviously, lots of stuff going on in Europe these days. Um, any thoughts? I'd love to hear a perspective or opinion, you know, on what's going on with Ukraine. Is that how's that impacting you? You know, a few countries away in the Netherlands. Uh, anything insightful you could talk about uh, for our geoholics listeners around the world? Uh, yeah. Well, in the end, as uh, you know, I'm 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 responsible for the commercial part as well as I'm you know the face, because of the company. It's a good looking face. I'm, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I am uh, not so much into talking about politics or neither, you know, uh, anything else that, uh, you know, it, it's not okay. You know, there's a war going on. Uh, do we have any effect on that? I think in, in there's nothing positive about it. But in the end, you know, people, you know, the costs are a little bit, they're higher, you know, uh, uh, gasoline, you know, I don't know much how you pay per gallon. In the United States, but for us per liter, it will be around uh, two euro fifty, maybe up to three. It means you know, 
three, four times double, uh, the three times more than we have spent before the, uh, before the war started in Ukraine. Do we mention anything? Do we? Uh, not that much. I think people will think a little bit more about, you know, surfing, for example, you know, if you buy something for my uh, competition, the higher end, it will cost you a lot of money. You know, we're at one third of the pricing. Definitely, they will attract more people. So for our market, no, not so much. Not so much. We don't have any, you know, downgrade on, on, on sales whatsoever. In, instead of that, we only have an increase because people are more aware of spending their money. So spending their money on, uh, you know, annual fees that are, you know, 2000 euros or whatsoever, instead of what 300 or 400 euros uh, on, on equipment that, that they can save money instead of, you know, hiring some surveyor and definitely that you will see good for our <coughs> sorry for that that for our business but yeah for uh, for the war in uh, europe uh, yeah that's uh, not good for anybody true definitely yeah yeah for sure <laughs> So I, I, yeah, I totally yeah. appreciate the fact that you kind of want to avoid talking about politics and things like that. But I, one of the things I do know that you want to talk about and you're very passionate about is uh, you mentioned it earlier, F1 racing. Let's uh, let's yeah, touch yeah. on that just a little bit, because I know that's something that uh, plays a, a big role in your life. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, hey Max Verstappen, what can I say? You know, uh, he made it a world champion last year. It was a, bit, a little bit controversial for uh for uh, the opponent uh, from uh, Mercedes, uh, you know, uh, Hamilton, uh, Hamilton was not yeah. amused. And, uh, you know, Toto Wolf, you've seen him maybe, you know. Yep. But if you rewatch the last and final race with Max Verstappen and Hamilton, wow, it still gives me the goosebumps. <laughs> I, I, walked, it, it, I actually watched know? that live. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, you it was early in the morning you know? and, oh, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. And gosh, I don't yeah. know what's going on with Mercedes, but I think Hamilton's only been on the podium once this season or twice, maybe. Yeah, twice, yeah. Yeah, so yeah Toto's probably you know, not so happy. I think they they have couldn't they they could you know every year they, they bring out a new Formula One car, you know the FEI they, they uh, spend a lot of time you know how to moderate uh, or different kind of rules you know bigger wheels, uh, uh, more downgrade uh, uh, on stuff like that and. I think, you know, Red Bull just hammered it. That's it. You know, you can see deviation and it makes it a little bit more exciting, you know, to watch the game. And uh, and, and, and I think it's it's really good that also in the United States, that the Formula One will will have some 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 boost there. Two hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, once I've you seen have a seen huge the rest, increase you know, in interest it's an here. orange sea. Once you see the. The, the 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 game that is going, you know, the Formula One race that has done in in Austria. You can see, you know, it's fully orange. Yeah, I can. I mean, <laughs> you know, we as a Dutch country, just very small, and eh? three hundred by three hundred kilometers. What what can I see in miles? Uh, let's say uh, two hundred miles by two hundred miles. Yeah, orange. Yeah, orange. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. So I gotta, I have to believe that uh, Max Verstappen is like an absolute rock star in in the Netherlands, like. He's put on such a podium, no pun intended, I guess. But um, man, oh man, that that guy! I mean, I, I just can't imagine the the star power he has. Oh yeah, definitely, two hundred percent. You know, uh, 
like America, you know, we're very patriotic about, you know, who was in front, you know, with the with the soccer games. Not that popular in America, but the Formula One, yeah, wow. Mm. It's a Dutch guy. It's yep. making it done in the world there. You know, you just have to listen. There are only 18 or 19 people worldwide that can that are able and being paid to drive a Formula One car. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Not 100, Crazy. not 200, not 500. Yeah. 18 people who can drive a Formula One car. They earn a lot of money. That's what, but they also risk their lives, right? You know, they're, oh, they're sure, quite sure. Some big accidents. Yeah. But I can see when the yeah. when the best one in the world is <laughs> from the same small country that you're from, it's got to make everybody crazy. Yay! <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'm definitely rooting for the underdog. I, I, I don't like how Haas automation or the Haas team, we don't do very good for America's sake, but uh, I really think Mick Schumacher, you wait. Oh, mm. he's He's got some skills, and I, I, I'd love to see him progress over the next decade. Yeah, I think uh, if he has to go to somewhere else, you know, we know all about the, the Michael Schumacher story. Yep. You know, you drive cars uh, over 350 kilometers per hour. It's that uh, 200 miles per hour. And then just by a ski accident eight years ago, and that's it. Yeah. End of story. Ski accident. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it's not, he's, he's doing okay, actually. You know, the Haas team is also nice. You know, I'm trying to, if, if somebody doesn't know the Formula One, the Haas team, I told him, you know, it's a it's a very good team in the Indy 500, right? The the Haas team, Indy 500, they do a lot good stuff, and now you know they're going up to the Formula One. You know, they spend a lot of money, but Mick Schumacher, he's a good talent. You know, he, not the underdog, but hopefully they will give him a chance. You know, because Haas is, I think, powered by Mercedes, right? Mercedes motor, right? And so I think it's Ferrari. I can't remember, but Ferrari or Ferrari, but they will give him a chance. You know, he's a talent and. Definitely, I like the underdog, you know, Latifi, yeah. you know, uh, underdog. But if he, you know, like Nick Sugar, my last race, ninth, ninth place. Wow. You know, with, with a car that doesn't And how run old is he? He's maybe 19. He's real young yeah. too, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. So I'm curious. I know that you've thought about this, or maybe I'm assuming you've thought about this, but how, is there a way you can combine your passion in Formula One with – the Survey Wizard app, and how, how do you how do you marry those two? I know you've had dreams about this, so even if it's crazy, what? Uh, how do you think that would you could marry those two and uh, get the best of both worlds? Ooh, wow, that's an excellent question, Sean. Uh, let us make that much money, then we can sponsor our own Formula Car in Orange, of course. Right. And uh, <laughs> you can also have your sticker with the Geoholics on the side. Okay. And of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. some money, but it will be good spend money. <laughs> <laughs> we got to uh, we got to invite or uh, introduce Ray to Trent Keenan. So we have uh, Trent Keenan's a, a land surveyor. He owns a company in the Las Vegas area and throughout kind of the Southwest. He it's called Diamondback Land Surveying. The the studio that uh, Kent and Sean are in right now in Scottsdale is actually sponsored by Diamondback Land Surveying. Uh, but um, he's a fan of NASCAR, so maybe not quite Formula One, but uh, in the middle league of NASCAR, so kind of like an F two or you know the the maybe the one step down from the big guys. Uh, he sponsored a car, a Diamondback Land Surveying car, and uh, it was a really cool-looking NASCAR. And um, at the Western Regional Land Surveyor Show, uh, he was actually handing out the die casts. And so I got – I'm trying to – I think I 
I don't have the die cast. It's uh, when you live in a camper, you don't have a lot of room, so we have a storage locker. <laughs> you need a but, castle. Uh, right? You can you see castle. you can see it sort of here. Um, but he did JJ wow. Yaley. Oh wow! And that's guys from the Phoenix area, but Diamondback Laren surveying. And if the silly, uh, let me uh, turn this video filter thing off. Uh, if I can, I think so. There we go. You can uh, see yeah. his car oh, there. Oh, wow. And it's yeah. actually, he's got a, like a land surveyor, right? And uh, I think there's like a total, like you can see the total station and the dog. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Super, <laughs> super cool. cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I think the thing here in the States anyways, that F1 show on Netflix, that generated a oh, ton yeah. of interest in F1 oh, here. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. After watching that show, I became a much bigger fan. So anybody listening that hasn't checked it out, uh, just look for F1 on Netflix. I mean, great, great show. And it's amazing. The politics yeah. and all the behind the scenes stuff that goes on is it's incredible. And it's just like, it's like watching a soap opera, really. Yeah, I saw it. I, saw it. Uh, I think, uh, what's the name called? Uh, the story behind? No, I don't know. I think Max didn't want to work with them last year, but the year before he did. You know, if you see that story, you know, mm -hmm. about how Max, Max Verstappen became big because his father, Jos Verstappen, also wrote a lot of Formula One, you know, for, uh, oh my God, I normally go to the classic race, but I forgot because of this podcast. And, uh, you know, he trained his son from the age of four, you know, wow. starting driving carts at the age of four. Can you imagine? I don't know. I, I mean, I can tell you, but just drop my kid off at kindergarten <laughs> would not be anywhere near an automobile. Total side weird moment tangent, but uh, Sean, you may appreciate this. Uh, about a month ago, I was riding in a Tesla for like an Uber ride. And uh, we were talking to the Tesla driver. And so the Tesla driver obviously has to go plug in his Tesla to get charged. Sure. When you plug the Tesla in, you have a dashboard that has a computer in it. And you basically have they have a bunch of video games on your Tesla dashboard that you can play while you're getting your charge for 30 or 40 minutes. One of the video games is a car racing game that disengages your steering wheel. And you can use your steering wheel in the Tesla really? to drive the game. And I'm like, you could have your little daughter like playing the game thinking she's driving, but it's like, how cool is that? <laughs> oh, wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's really cool. Unbelievable. I did see just recently on the news, was like this 11-year-old kid won some sort of open wheel race, you know, and he's racing against like his dad and older guys and stuff, like and girls for that matter, but 11 years old and winning, you know, a dirt track race or whatever. Well, you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, you know, Max is like the, one of the few guys that has the physical ability to do this. Mm -hmm. And I've always been curious, like, what are those, I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, hand-eye coordination and reaction, reaction time, time yeah. and be able to process uh, changes in the environment at a split second like yep. what is that pedigree or what what are those skills that you need to have to be really successful uh, a yeah. successful driver because obviously it's in a, it's from a young age sure yep yep for sure um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, you know, with my age at 49 that I should have been, I, I should drive Formula One cars. Right. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ray, your wife got, gave you the scooter, right? You, you got the yeah. wife gave you a scooter? <laughs> no, yeah. I used to have one. I don't know why my video doesn't start. <laughs> Something is wrong with this. Oh, there you oh go. yeah, yeah, it does start. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, but a lot of bicycles are here, you know, we have this electrical bicycles and uh, that's all that's for me is also a risk, you know, don't watch just yeah. you have to come and visit Holland. I will show you around and then I can show you how much bicycles we have here. And, and, and yeah, yeah that, that's the only thing I can do for you guys. It is. Yeah, there's something about the country, like the most bicycles per capita or something like that. And like the average, the tallest average person or something like you breed big people over there in the netherlands yeah i don't know why it's uh <laughs> i have to ask my wife <laughs> yeah we do yeah 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 uh mostly blonde yeah i'm gray i told you before but that's uh that's another cause you know age yeah uh, we have funny. yeah we do bicycles and uh large people Good and of that country jeff um yeah. What else? You guys got anything else you want to get out there before we let Ray go? No, I'm not. I'm, for me, I'm very grateful that you uh, that you invited us again, uh, Nick. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we have so much to discuss about how we can launch all this stuff, and uh, I'm really glad that I'm again in the podcast. And uh, and uh, let's see what what develops once the tour of uh, Germany comes, and then the tour next year with uh, with America, and if we have any nice features again i'll definitely contact you guys absolutely and, uh, yeah please keep it on well can you give us any Big kind fact. of insight like i know you're 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 working on something for some of the some of the updates and can you give us a hint yeah. on what might be coming in the future that you're working on mm, yeah besides the ios uh we also thinking about recognition of points because you know there's a camera right mm. and uh, i've discussed it plenty of times but we th th maybe let us see what happens okay recognition of objects and points and let us let us let us keep it easy yeah. Hano is haunting Ray in his ears right now. Don't yes. tell him anything. Don't, tell him <laughs> Don't anything. commit to anything. Don't commit to anything. Don't commit. <laughs> well, that came, that came up last week with the, um, I don't know, the the mapping thing. And, you know, uh, uh, Patricia was, was yeah. mentioning they were, you know, they're just taking mapping oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they would pick up the power poles yep. and then like be able to have a location for all those power poles just from mm -hmm. like a street view kind of, of picture. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much you could do, no doubt. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We are, we're never out programmed again. Def yeah, yeah. Hanno has to has to do a lot of work. The only thing I have to do is drinking beers and make sure that the commercial <laughs> part will run. And yeah, let's say that's the only thing I can do. <laughs> oh man, I want Ray's job. Seriously, I'm trying uh, to yeah. figure out where you know you diverted between you know the islands or the castle and how which one. I want to know how I got on this track and Ray got on this track where he yeah. gets to drink beer and hang out and yeah. let somebody else do all the hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Let us be clear. Eh? Hanno always tells us that way. You know, I have to do all the work and he hasn't. Do I am doing the traveling. I have to do the talking. Uh, it's also a job. I right? know. Uh, huh? Okay. Okay. I don't want it's to downplay it. Like you, you also have to talk. It's a job. It, yes, that's it's, true. It's, it's good cop, bad cop. Uh, sure. Good right. wizard, bad wizard. They, right. uh, they play off of each they, other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. That's funny. How about you, Nick? Anything else you want to get out there before we scoot out? Um, well, just want to say as everybody's getting back into school, whether that's, you know, your middle school student or your kindergartner or you're going back to college, you know, be safe out there, you know, um, 
just <laughs> make sure you're doing the right things. It's really hot as well. Make sure you're hydrating, you know, stay safe. For sure. And Nick, uh, I love you, but when you turn sideways, I saw you had like barrettes in your hair. Come on, man. No, what? Yeah, like a little, little hair clip back there. What was that? Hey, what I've learned is don't judge people on their hairstyles if you don't have anything to style. Like, you know, if you have that opportunity, good, good for you. Oh, man. If you got it, flaunt it. If you got it, flaunt it. Make, make, make it a pink bow if you want to, Nick, for all I care. Oh, my goodness. Did you guys see Will Wing's daughter's post uh, where she's trying to convince him to let her dye her hair pink? Did you see that on LinkedIn? Oh, my goodness. Go look it up. She did a whole presentation on how she was good at school so she could uh, get pink hair. (laughs) Oh, man, that's that's awesome. We'll have to check it out for sure. And, Ray, one last time, how do people find out more about AppClose? Where do they find you? If you could share some information, that'd be great. Yeah, sure, sure. You can download download a software either on the the Google Play Store or you can download it on the, the iOS App Store. But you also can visit our website at www.apglos.eu or, uh, yeah, uh, that's it. It's just easy just to find the easy-to-use software on the Internet and uh, definitely will be in the top three. How about uh, your social media presence? Oh, yeah. Hey, Applos YouTube. Ah, you need, a, <laughs> just, need another beer, every user. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, I, I, listen, Sean, how, how can I tell my, my children, you know, the, the youngest one is nine and the oldest one is 14. Your daddy is a YouTube influencer. Life goals there. I still don't know how it uses. I know that YouTube says, you know, once you reach the 100,000 uh, followers, you can use their, their their stuff and you get this uh, you know this uh, play bot button play thing at home so really fun to us www.youtube.com/applos and you can find our youtube movies we update at least once or twice a week the new movies i think we have about 300 there the most the, the best one is uh, i think about uh, let's say 90,000k uh, saw and it is all about in my backyard so if you want to see where i live actually <laughs> you can see a small movie on uh, what the difference is between uh, uh, a phone and a, a gps system and all the other ones you can watch the castle where we actually have our uh, have our office. many youtube film movies are there watching me and hano well, I can tell Doing you, you got thing. you got one more subscriber right now. You can count on that. Yeah, you hey, that's four yeah. bucks. Hey, $4. exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, when, when I have a party or something and people say, how can you make these kinds of videos? Because it's fun. And then you have this professional guy say, no, no, you can do it much more professional. You know what I'm telling them? We have our own identity. Exactly. We are the one that makes the, makes the videos. If you don't like it, please don't subscribe. If you like it, please subscribe. That's it. <laughs> You know, we are who we are, right? Love it. That's awesome. Professional guys are plenty there. Hey, great job, Ray. And thanks again for joining us. Uh, Pleasure as always. We'll definitely keep in touch. And uh, just we continue to look forward to seeing what uh, you guys and AppClose and Hanno and the Survey Wizard are going to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Really good. All right. Uh, Thanks, uh, Sean. Uh, Thanks, Kent. And thanks, Nick, uh, for having us again on your show. And and send me the link for the podcast. I'll definitely promote it on my LinkedIn profile. No worries. Yep, you bet. We'll do that for sure. All right. Well, hey, uh, enjoy the rest of your holiday. And, of course, be safe. I love it.
All right. Hey, and thanks to Elvis for making this amazing song. And thanks to Ray for being an Elvis fan. Oh, we love it. Love it. Love 200%. it. All right. Until next time, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And uh, most importantly, be safe and healthy. You guys too. Bye-bye. Bye, Ray. Bye-bye. Bye, Nick. Bye, Kent. Bye, Sean. Thank you to our 2022 friends of the program, Advanced Geodetic Survey, AGSGPS.com, Airworks, airworks.io, Bad Elf, bad-elf.com, Cyanic Automation, getjobbook.com, Diamondback Land Surveying, diamondbacklandsurveying.com, Extreme Aerial Productions, extremearialproductions.com, Get Kids Into Survey, getkidsintosurvey.com. Mentoring Mondays, mentoringmondays.xyz. Monson Engineering, monsonengineering.com. Nettleman LC Prep, lcprep.com. North Star Surveying, northstarsurveying.com. ProStar Corporation, prostarcorp.com. Safety Apparel, safetyapparel.us. Topodot, new.certainty3d.com. And finally, Trimble Geospatial, geospatial.trimble.com.